Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome yourself to episode I don't even fucking know anymore of the Mike Busey show. I think it's episode 16. Is it? We're at episode 16, yeah. I don't even know anymore. I do know it. it's a little after 3 a.m. We just spent the last four hours, maybe four and a half hours, uh, trying to find cables, cameras, tripods, C-stands, and basically... It's as if someone took apart a rocket and then you threw it all into a box and then you left some idiots to set it up with no instructions. And then you're yeah. like, oh, we should probably have done this a week ago. Um, anyways, just a, a testament of our dedication. It is 3 a.m. Me, Steven, and Miguel are here and we're going to attempt. I mean, you may never even hear this. We just might say this was the worst show ever and just never fucking put it out there. Do I don't think? want to start things off like that, but okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, we're just being honest. So, uh, fucking, uh, it's been it's been a it's been a very uh, strenuous month year. We're getting closer to the end of this year. What is and then the thing is like, what does it really matter at the end of the year? Everybody's like, You're right. oh, twenty twenty one. Hope. What the fuck does that even matter? Like, you know, well, to me, it's always been a psychological reset. It's like yeah. nine. It's a happy new year. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, if your check engine light's on December 30th, uh, it's not going to reset on fucking January 1st, you know? You know most people, a lot of people are are naturally just lazy. They, they're just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. So I feel like it's a real, it's a, it's like nature's kicking the ass. Like, hey, motherfucker. Because you, you take New Year's real serious. Oh, I do. I get really emotional yeah. and like. I want to have like I want to be nice and buzzed. I want to have a pretty lady next to me. Someone I just don't want any scallywag. I want like someone that's important to me. And then I don't know what it is, but I get really fucking really gay and emotional. I, not not in a bad way. I yeah. just like it's like me symbolically saying goodbye to a year in my life that I'll never ever ever be able to live again. It's like goodbye to. 2010 goodbye to 2012 it's so weird because and i just think it's weird and and not that i don't get it because i totally get it but it's weird to think how much stock we put in a year and not a day or an hour you know like we'll waste an hour we'll waste a day but when we think about a year we put it all together like it's you know like we categorize that year like that's that's a real thing you know i think it's because uh humans are still we still don't understand what exactly the concept of time is. It's something But we created it. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Like, we created the concept of time, and then we're always constantly redefining it. I feel like it's in our biological nature. Like, as if a sea turtle knows to go towards the ocean when it hatches. Yeah. I I feel like I get a, a better grasp of it. Humans of know it. to pop champagne and wear a stupid hat. Like Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's the time. <laughs> exactly. We trace it back to, like, the pagans, and they're sitting there with, like... Fucking weird hats made out of rocks and some sort of drink made of, of honey, and they're spraying it down. I remember the first time I heard about New Year's Eve, like, being, like, a thing. And I was like, wait a minute, y'all stay up to midnight? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn, y'all getting drunk, drunk. Okay. And I remember that being kind of really my first little taste of the nightlife, other than, you know, my roller skating adventures at those lock-ins. Which we've already talked about that. If you haven't listened to that, you should go check out the rest of the episodes. And fuck you if you're listening to this for the first one, because this is a really bad impression so far. Miguel's already gave me the, should we start Overlook? <laughs> like twice. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just... Uh, New Year's was your first taste of like nightlife partying? Yeah, because I, I think there was kissing involved. I, bro, I was going to tell you this. New Year's was the first time that I like 
and this sounds so dumb, but I remember being like 12 years old and like these pretty older women come up and they're kissing you on the cheek and everything. And you're, you're like fucking boners. Yeah, you're getting you're getting like the fucking creeper boner. The uh, the I like to call it the photographer boner. You know, the old oh, boo, get a little attention here. I'm going to pretend like I'm getting it because they want me. Yeah. But I still remember like my uncle's hot girlfriends. It's New Year's. And then they come and then New Year's was also like the holiday where an adult would be like, hey, you know, I'm a degenerate adult here. Have this glass of champagne, you know? Yeah, that's the it's. My, my dad was always giving me and my sisters beers when we were real, real young. Yeah. I think that's why I don't drink beer now. I yeah. obviously hated it because he just gave it to us to watch us belch. I have to tell you this, which if so you think says, about when you were a little kid, who the coolest adult was, they're probably a degenerate if you really think about it. Oh, yeah. If you're like, you know who was cool? Old man Andy. He used to give me gasoline and matches. That guy was great. Yeah. There, uh I think my first New- no, I don't think I know. My first New Year's Eve kiss was from a girl named Good, Juan- starting off good. Okay. Juanita Newton. Ooh, Juanita Newton. Taller, long brown hair, skinny. She had some she kind of looked like the Lannis Morissette. She had some fun bags and stuff <laughs> at a young age. I was like, "Hell yeah, we're like 12, 13 or something around the time." She had some milkers on her. And uh, I remember being kind of poor like me and stuff, you know. And uh, she was pigeon-toed. Ooh. So both her feet went inward. inward. And she kind of like walked Had that like, waddly, a, like, like a penguin. Yeah. and uh, Very you know, sexy. If you're going to think of the sexiest non-flying birds, it's penguins. So she was only had, she only had a retarded walk, but the rest of her body, <laughs> she was good. Uh, so she looked cute. You know, she had that scrubby kind of like, like, yo, if this girl, when she gets older, she's going to do makeup. Yeah. And she's going to be fine. She's probably hot as fuck. Or she's probably died of a heroin overdose. I don't fucking know. I think I one time went looking for her on Facebook. And you ever try to go back into your childhood deep, yeah. deep, deep and look for someone that Fa- you knew? Facebook needs to have a maiden name search. Because I don't know who you married. Yeah. You know, like I can find every dude I ever knew. But I can't find any of the girls. because, Especially if they were hot because they got scooped up early, you know? So I just, uh, not this year, but last year was the 20th anniversary reunion of my high school graduating Remember that, class. yeah. And uh, have we talked about this before? Mm-mm, we have okay. not talked about this. So my fucking high school. Wait a second, but real quick, what happened with the Juanita kiss? Oh, she just kissed me. And, and I remember being like. Did you get like, was it like a lip lip or cheek or whatever? Oh, I think we like, I think we might have French kissed. You know, Whoa. Remember, when you're like, yo, I fucking Frenched her, bro. Whoa. That was like That was a base back shit. then. That was like first, second, whatever oh, you want to yeah. call it. If you French kiss a girl when you were a young kid, like that was, you were, if you were 11, was like you, having If you were 11 or 12 years old and you French kissed a girl, you jacked off to the thought of that French kiss. Yeah. It's weird how you get those little bubblies and stuff yeah. inside. Yeah. I remember uh, in the foster home I was staying in, I had a crush on a girl, and I remember gluing popsicle sticks together and taking, like, uh, red markers and making, like, hearts out of them. You were always, like, a romantic little motherfucker, weren't you? I was. I was that dude who would, like, write, like, this this love letter looking like a pirate's fucking map and I would burn the edges and I would... You told I, us about that I with that girl. I stained it with coffee and shit. That was that girl you met at the beach that time, or you took to the beach that time, right, or something like that? 
No, no, that was the girl. No, this is an ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend, yeah. She's still like, hey, you fucking burning the edges of letters over there? <laughs> Isn't it the best? You, you spent so much time doing that, thinking it's going to be romantic, and 20, 30, 40 years later, she's like, hey, jack off. You still burning the fucking edges hey, of that paper? Actually, one time, I was dating this girl named Lizette Guerrero, hot little fucking Ooh. Cuban girl, and I found her. She's like, oh, never mind. That's a whole other fucking story. <laughs> um, Don't Google search her, people. No, she's hot. Yeah, she still is. Oh, nice. She just completely disgusted by my my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> she married like the preacher's like son and stuff. Yeah. I think he's a preacher and stuff. And anyways, he's like the mayor of a town I won't talk about. Anyways, whatever. They only fuck in two positions, you know. Yeah. Um, I remember it was our eighth month anniversary, and I took a fucking coat hanger. Ooh, got rid of I, that baby. No, and I didn't <laughs> wipe my ass either. Um. I took a, a metal coat hanger and shaped it of a shape of an eight and then took toilet paper and foamed it around it and then hung it up in this tree at, at fucking Chisholm Park in, in St. Cloud or technically Narcusi. And uh, I had her blindfolded and I had like a little picnic and these little candles. I glued like these photos of us on these candles. It was like the most, it was like a Joanne Fabrics uh, fucking nightmare, <laughs> cutie fucking, oh, disaster. And I lit the fucking eight on fire, and I said, "Happy eighth month anniversary!" <laughs> I swear to God, I got photos of this shit and everything, dude. I was a creative motherfucker. I probably only got you know fucking blowjobs and shit because I was just such a like a. They were like, "I look at you like a like." And a, I didn't do it corny, you know. Like yeah. I've been telling bitches they love them. Like yeah, I felt it. I was like, "Oh man, this is the one I want to be with you forever." And when I started working my first job at Fast Boy, Fat Boys Barbecue, there was a guy. They were like in their thirties, and these managers, um, they, uh, Stephen, when I do this, that means like, can you turn that shit off or something? It's really fucking loud. You can hear it, right? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Sorry, guys, our refrigerator's <laughs> got a fridge. You know. In fact, I heard our last podcast, and we've never had any audio issues. And our last podcast was 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 uh, a lot of fun, and we were talking about the uh, the sorority kids that came over, and they all listened to that podcast, and at, I listened at to Stephen at the front of it. There's a switch at the bottom. Sorry, guys. I listened to that podcast, and all you hear is the fridge and the AC running. Hey guys, I was like, look. God damn, they think they were some fucking joke now. Yeah, some, sometimes I want to be like, hey, guys, you're just we're lucky. You're lucky. We're all lucky. We're lucky. You're lucky that we even fucking did the thing, you know. And we've took, like, two weeks off. We skipped In between. We skipped a week before Halloween to set up, and then we skipped uh, the week of, during the election just because it was Tuesday. We were watching, we were watching TV. But hey, let's not mess this up. You were you were just talking about your romance, man. Yeah, just I'm like I was I used to I, I always used to be like a super sappy like, and not like a corny way. You know, like guys. Oh yeah, because Joanne Fabrics. Eight, now, can I finger you? Yeah. You know, like guys would be like, "I love you, baby. Uh, can we fuck or what?" Yeah, I just wrote, "I love you" on my fingers. Now I, I kind of want to put them in you. Dude, I have like love letters from like. How many times did you get your heart broken when you were younger? Lots. Oh, dude, all the time. All the time. It felt like maybe like once a month, but it was probably like twice a year or something. You know, fucking. I was just so into that, you know, like, oh man, does she like me? Because everyone wants that acceptance. You know, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Because when you're young, young, you're not really trying to fuck. You just have those mm -hmm. gay little fucking butterflies. I remember, and this is this is, I probably was like, I think I was like twelve years old. And I really like this girl. And then I heard that, like, you know, they're like, dude, she, you know, she gets blowjobs. And me and her were kicking it at a party. That doesn't party. sound like a big deal now. But that's yeah. a big deal back then. But me and her were kicking it at a party, and I knew that she was feeling me, and I was getting nervous because I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. 
don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can handle a blowjob. I yeah. don't know. And you, this is a, this is at 12 years old when I probably jacked off four times a day fantasizing about blowjobs, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Dude, uh, I literally, I don't think I've ever said this ever out loud in my consciousness, but this happened. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I mean, it's not that big deal, but whatever. That's what this podcast shit's about. about just the, the truth, baby, with yeah, three just Fs. inner dark fucking stories with us. <laughs> yeah. I remember being on the floor, down on my knees, on the carpet, literally praying like, dear God, please let me have sex with a woman. <laughs> and I was not, all right, I, you hear me say that, but you're not really understanding the desperation and the plea. I was like, God, please, I would do anything to have sex. And I feel like as a boy, as you're growing up, that's like your rite of passage. Like, girls, it's like this whole, like, this false romantic. We always, we put sex on a, such a pedestal. Yeah. And until you have it, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Either that was, like, horrible until or that was awesome. Until you have bad sex. Do you have bad sex? Or you get molested. Realize, you know, that's never good. Yeah, you don't realize how, like, sex is, eh, until you're like, I drove all the way over here to finish off myself and then leave, and my car got a flat. I've told, I've said this out loud before, but no bullshit. Let's say, let's say I've had sex a hundred times, or let's just say, let's just say for uh, this podcast and for the integrity of my, uh, my well, my fucking cock blocking, um, let's just say I've only had sex with a hundred girls, okay? Out of those hundred girls, I've had sex with maybe one and 1.5 of them at their house. Right. I. Out of all the women I've had been lucky enough to have a sexual conquest, it's always either been in my house or unlike my terms, like my yeah. hotel. Only and it was in the very, very beginning. I think I was just so hot and horned up. Yeah. I was like borrowing my friends' cars. I would literally say though, out of all the meals you've had anywhere, you've probably only had five at someone else's house too. <laughs> oh yeah, I can name them. Because you don't leave your house much. And 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 you and I, I think it's part of your vibe. We've talked about this before. I went to Electrons. It was Electron John, one of our guys that worked here. I went to his birthday party, and I just have a problem when I go to people's houses. I start my brain just goes overload. Like we oh talked God. about that. They said that you said when you go to people's houses. Sometimes you you start wanting to decorate it, or you start wanting to. Even at Kip's office, I was at the other day when yeah. he he gave us all those lights. I was finding myself wanting to like straighten up and organize shit. I mean, it's a bad problem. Yeah, I think it's almost like a, a what is it called? Not a I don't know. It's what mechanism. we did for like the last four hours, try to straighten up this oh, bullshit Mike, here. We know, Mike. We know. There's there's moments sometimes when we're like, like we need some real important shit going down, and Mike's like, okay, cool, but let's go to the warehouse, guys. Come on, I saw a screw laying on the floor, and you're like, ah, damn it, the OCD's kicking in. It's bad, man. It's, do you it's, ever? Do you ever? Do you notice it when it's happening too? Yeah, I do yeah. all the time. It's gotten worse and worse and worse over the years. And uh, I used to, like, make fun of people. I was like, oh, what a fucking, fucking loser. Like, you're losing it, buddy. It's all in your fucking head because yeah. it really is. At the yeah. end of the day, it's all in your head. But at the end of the day, I think that's been the the most major contributing factor to my whatever you want to call this, success or whatever. Yeah. Is the fact that I cared more than everyone else. I'm insane. Like, yeah. literally, my body is the only, I know that sounds stupid, but, like, Sleep, I could literally stay up for days and just, just I'm, uh, I'm obsessed with making the most of my time. And even though sometimes I'll sit on the but couch for hours, but you wasted a lot yeah, too. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to seg into that. Yeah. 
there are times where I'm mentally just like, eh, fucking hey guys, and then I'll I'll literally the, a fucking male guy could show up over here, and then me and him will be talking, and the next thing you know, I'm like, Miguel, I got this idea, we're gonna start a company, and then I'll I'll obsess for it for like three days, and then and then I'll never think about it again. Yeah, but I mean, and like I could see where that's led to success for you because. There's things you've pulled off that that you obsessed on, so you thought of every angle and you made happen. I think one of the things for you is decorating. When you when you're decorating something, you get so into it and you yeah. care. And I you, love watching the before and after of it. Yeah, like even when with our maintenance crew here, I'm like, yo, take a picture. I have hundreds of photos in my phone that no one's ever known that I've taken. Taken. It's just like Adam edging something. Yeah, no, I'll be like, oh, there, there's there's actually. I have befores of the wall that we're painting that that Sean's painting. Yeah, and and uh, they don't know, but I've taken a bunch of befores, and I'm getting excited. I'm like, no, not yet. It's not done. It's only the first coat. And I I love taking. I open this collage app I have, and I make a before and after. And I've I've been saving so many, hundreds of photos of when we first moved here to what's been going on. I've got to think about changing the name of this whole podcast to Mike's fucked up in the head and this is therapy and he talks for hours about his problems and but his it's, stories. But it's cool, man. I mean, like, this is something that I know you've probably, I would say this, I would say you're secure in a point now in your life that you're like, I'm going to tell people this because I'm not scared of telling people this because it's hard, but there's things that you get scared. That's an understatement. We all do, yeah. We like, get scared of telling people. You said just a very impacting thing, but it, most people will hear that and just keep it moving. But I think that's what's wrong with most of the world. And a lot of things they should probably never say out loud. But there are a lot of things that people think about that they don't talk about because yeah. they are scared of judgment or whatever. Yeah. And I learned a long time ago that in order to be like mentally free and to have that sense of freedom, you have to just stop caring. And I think I kind of started it with uh, – fashion yeah just like hey i'm gonna wear this shirt from a thrift store and i'm embarrassed that i got it there but then when i got over the embarrassment of it like yo i got this at fucking yeah i got this at the salvation army or goodwill and i would hear people laugh and they thought i was joking when i was like in high school yeah and they'd be like oh my god and every now and then i'd find like some really cool like i had this polo shirt i still it's probably i swear to god it's probably right over on that rack it's bright orange, and it was like period to that moment when that shirt was really hopping, and people were like, "Oh shit, damn!" And I used to, I used to stress the smallest things like getting up in the morning, going to school. I had to lay out my outfit the night before yeah. because I was like, "Fuck, I only got a couple shirts to wear." And my dad, he was an asshole. Like he was one of those like, no bullshit. I got witnesses. They'll tell you like you know, inmate art, and my sister will tell you like. My dad, when it came to, like, back-to-school shopping, that was not even a thing. That yeah. was just called life, motherfucker. Like, what you mean back-to-school shopping? Yeah. Like, he he was – we were driving around in this Ford Bronco, and he was like, hey, listen, this fucking – this shirt store, you know, this fucking 10 shirts for 99 cents. And he was, like, dead-ass serious. And it was, like, like Florida, Mickey Mouse, like, fucking those – yeah, those vacation shirt stores. You know, here's something. It's like toilet paper with a, <laughs> some dye on it and shit. And he's like, here you go. And he was dead ass serious about it. To make bold fashion choices it, when you're young is terrifying. Yeah, it because, is. Because th- there's some girl in your class that's going to rip you to shreds even if you look good in it. And, and, and it's terrifying. 
And I was all, I've been to 15 different schools, so I always had to like, you know, my my personality had to be brighter than my fucking, my, I always felt fashion should be an inner reflection of who your character is. Yeah. So yeah, I liked cool shit. I was always obsessed with like clothes like from the 70s and shit. Cause yeah. Before I got really fat, I could wear like some fucking, I've wore a lot of dead people's clothes. Let's say that. So <laughs> back in the day, there was no like, oh no, we got to give it away. Like, no, fucking old Frank died. And we're taking these garbage bags to fucking Goodwill, and there was gonna be some cool dude. And now they make songs about it. Yeah. But the thrift store and shit. I was going to thrift stores before people would even admit to going to thrift stores because you walk in and it's one of those like, dun, 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 dun. and you're normally seeing a bunch of homeless people and old ass people sitting around embarrassed. Every now and then you'd see someone like young or something like, oh shit, oh shit, don't look, don't look, just just pretend like you're not here, like uh. Dun, 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 dun. And you're looking through the racks, and you're like, it's like almost like a, a race to who can find the the good, the best score. You want to hear this one, man? I had never had a pair of of Nikes. I'd lucked out that my father got. He was in Korea for like a year, so he got me all these cool Reeboks from like some bootleg Korean factory that I wore until literally they busted open at Qzar in South Carolina. <laughs> I was playing laser tag in both shoes, just. <laughs> Busted. Oh yeah, and I had to leave there with no <laughs> shoes on my feet, and everybody wanted to go hang out, and I was like, I, "Please take me home. I have no shoes." But I saw a pair of these. They were, I don't, I think they were Nike Cortezes or something, and uh, they were at a thrift store, and they weren't in bad shape. You know, they were like, "All right." And so the thing is, I bought them, but kids, you know, kids would call you out. They'd be like, "When'd you get those? Why are those all?" You know, kids knew. Yeah. Oh, you know? Yeah. Kids knew, and I came to school rocking them. And I oh I'll, I'll remember this forever, man. Uh, I think his name was Danny Oli or Danny Ollie or something like that. He looks at my shoes all day when we're sitting in class, and then he leans over to me and he goes, "Those are my shoes. My mom made me give them away at the thrift store." Oh shit! And I just shook, and he never louded me out. But he just looked wow. at me and gave me that fuck you look like he was going to tell. And I mean, for like a week, I, 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 and I didn't have any other shoes. And my mom was going to, you know, my mom was like, you got these shoes. They're, they're your yeah. shoes. Oh, and wow. every day I sat in class and I was just like, <sighs> and I was like, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm just going to have to fuck him up if he says anything. You got to fucking get that guy out never, of there. Never said anything. But, but he just knew. He was just like leaned in. Those are mine. I was like, you motherfucker. I know what you did last oh, summer. It was terrifying. Mike, seriously, I was terrified. I was terrified. Dude, listen, just now we're grown ass adults. And by hearing you say that, it resonates in me because I had a moment similar to that. Yeah. And uh, I may have told this story uh, mm. on my Snapchat before or something or on my Instagram, but uh, um, I found every now and then you'll find some like fucking generic, cheap ass, like fucking knockoff shit that looks cool. Yeah. You know, they got that new hip designer yeah. over there. You're like, oh, shit, these things be popping. Okay, but wait a minute. They should have just tore that fucking whole thing out the front <laughs> of it. Or, or why did they ruin this? Could have been a Nike shoe, but it's really, I had a pair of Rawlings. Okay. Like the baseball. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's been a fucking brand for years That's and a, years. It's a good made shoe. We're just assholes when we're younger, you know? Well, these bitches looked really fucking clean. Except it had a giant Rawlings logo on the tongue, a white, like, puffy thing. Yeah. But my slick ass is like, oh, well, I'm going to get a little Sharpie and color it out. Because I was so embarrassed of it. I had a kid come up to me, and Jim was like, yo, those are fresh. And I wanted to fight him because I thought he was punking like punkin me. you, yeah. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. And and back then, you, you, you know, it's like the same shit. Like, if 
my family always drove piece of shit cars. Yeah. I would walk fucking five miles out of the way to not be seen. Yeah. Like anytime someone would be like, Hey, we're over here. Come on in, honey. I'm like, get the, I'm like, I don't know who those who are these motherfuckers. Who are I would walk past them like that is not my fucking mom and that fucking Dotson fucking pickup. No, no. My dad, that Bronco would yeah. backfire and you would hear it. it. It was like he had like, I don't know, some crazy exhaust on it. You hear it from fucking miles, <laughs> which saved my ass plenty of times because if I was doing some fucking doing some hood, dirt as a kid, some yeah. hood rat shit with my kids in the neighborhood, I had, it was like, you got 30 seconds, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like running because I heard it coming around the corner. I was like, oh no, it's get coming. down. It's coming. I can hear it. Oh yeah. One time me and my sister, we skipped school. And we lived in this little small little townhouse thing, and um, my I got in the house. I I heard the Bronco coming around the corner, and I got into the house, and my sister didn't make it, and I had to stall because I'm I'm a you know I'm a fucking real one yeah. you know, so I was like stalling my dad, and he's like where's your oh I think she's laying down. He's like oh where's she at? I'm like I don't know the room. And I knew that my sister couldn't come through the front door because he didn't see her come through the front door yeah so we knew we could not be outside the house until he got home that was like the thing yeah, yeah. but we always were sneaking yeah. out and doing shit however he had came home from like work or something early that day and i had to literally go through this i swear to god this is the idea i had oh my god i've never told this story <laughs> So I tried to sneak my sister over this wall and go through this alleyway and then climb the roof and come back down and go through a window. Uh, but I was like, no, I, I I don't know if I was just a smart little genius kid. But I, yeah. like, I got an idea. And I got a sheet and I put it over my head and I did the whole like two people inside the horse thing. <laughs> So I went on the front with the sheet and put my sister behind me, and I walked her in. And my dad's like, "What the fuck are you doing? You do your fucking goddamn chores." He was like, "Already like a couple beers deep and shit." And I went into my room and then pulled the sheet up. My sister got in, and then fucking, I said, "All right, here's the deal. I told him you were in here sleeping, you know, like so fucking, you know, maybe lay down for a little bit." And and, and my dad uh, to this day never found out about that. And and, and if he's listening now, which is definitely not, but uh. <laughs> Fucking, there's. <laughs> he did the fucking horde, the Muppet Man. <laughs> yeah, I literally hit her in behind me, like the like you know when you see the midget on top yeah. of a fucking with the trench coat, like Inspector Gadget shit. That's how I snuck her into the house. We did a lot of like there was so much things me and my younger sister where we always had each other's back. And this is another true story. One time we were living in Texas, and she was on top of this doghouse in the backyard, and she said, "I think she said like fuck or shit." I know this story, yeah. And I said, ooh, I'm telling dad, you said a bad word in the doghouse. I used this on my sister every time up until like we were like 16 or 17. And I remember one time I like pushed her and we were like skateboarding. And she's like, I'm telling. I was like, I'll tell dad, you said a bad word in the doghouse. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please don't tell. I remember, I remember meeting your sister and I was talking one day here, and then you were just like, Amanda, why could you never rap me out to dad? And she was like, because I said a bad word on the doghouse. Yep. Until one day, I don't know, we were like 15, 16, 17, I don't remember. She's like, go ahead, tell him. I was like, no. 
reverse the situation. Lost power. No, yeah, no, I was charge. like, no, like a vortex. Like I fucking, I think the universe exploded. I was like, no, it's, I knew this day would come, but I knew, <laughs> I didn't think it would come so soon. Yeah, and she's always been my homie and one of my best friends, and she does all my books and stuff. She handles the payroll, and um, yeah, she's been. She uh, got. Like, you could have never thought when you guys were in foster homes together that one day you'd be at a point to take care of your sister and you'd be at a point where you were taking care of yourself by telling the stories of those days. Yeah, who would know? Like, like, like if you could go back in time now, you'd be like, okay, come on, we need to do some more shit, guys. Okay, don't just sit home on this Saturday. I need some shit, more stories. You go, you go back 10 years ago and you say, I'm going to make a living off the internet. People are like, what? Like installing it, Michael? Like, yeah. you know? You know, could you imagine all the people that passed up on so many opportunities to invest oh, in the yeah. shit. Like if we were to go back in time, the the dot com boom, like fuck. We could have been buying everything. Bro, I still remember a dude hitting me up and sitting down and just being like, it's called Bitcoin. And I was like, you go ahead and waste your money, asshole. I'm gonna use real money, you know? I definitely have uh I, I mean I don't have any like Gary V stories. Not like yeah. I, not like someone's like, hey Mike, you wanna invest in the fucking da 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 no, I never had anything like that, but there's a several little things that had I put some more attention into it, and there's things that I wish I, I wish I would have like had another like clone me because yeah. we talk about how I early in this in, in the podcast I talk about how I'll meet a male guy and I'm like oh I got this yeah. idea this I have fucking probably forty different businesses that I probably be running if I wasn't doing this and yeah. sometimes I'm like all right Miguel hear me out but what if we find some guys that are young you know. And, and and they're fucking go getters, and we'll just give them all the lawn equipment, and we'll have a cut of it, and then we'll 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 finance. We want to. I want to invest in the people. Yeah. I really do. We want to. I'd love to have other multiple other businesses of things that people are running, and I'm getting a cut from it, and then I'm investing into it, and they my, can run it. My buddy Godfrey's got a great one of those Gary V missed out stories. He was. It was like early '80s, and he was working with this guy who was like laying tile places or something. And then the guy came to him and he was like, hey, I got this idea. He's like, I, I'm going to build playgrounds. And, I, and he's like, and Burger King wants them. And so they built like a playground in, in a Burger King. And I guess this was happening at, at Burger King's across. But he was like, I'm going to pitch to all the Burger Kings that I'll build identical playgrounds to any of the franchises they want. And he told my buddy Godfrey, he was like, you want in on this, I'll cut you 20% and me and you will work. And my buddy was like, who the fuck is going to, why would they, why would they buy this idea? And and it was literally, they, wow. had, been, they, had, they had played places, but they didn't have a, a guy saying, I'm going to build them exactly the same. You remember you go to Burger King, it was the same damn play place everywhere. I think uh, our sketchy slide that's out of the lake is from Burger King. Our sketchy slide is from Burger King, and I we have a there's an angle. Has anyone gone down it yet? Uh, Courtney, has, Courtney has gone and, down it, and the uh, the dude who was help painting and everything. Because there's an angle on it that I feel like if you hit it just right, you're gonna die. Uh, Miguel, we don't need an angle. We know that me and you are a little too plump to be going. Down I get nervous when I go to water parks, and they have huge ass slides, and I'm still like, I don't want to be the guy who they're like. We had to fucking helicopter a piece of the slide. They, do you want to be on the slide with like some fucking lifeguard sawzoing a, a piece of it? Yeah, Homer, Homer gets get, stuck in it. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be on there when they're sawzoing the sides for me to get out. What do you think about the Simpsons like predictions and everything that we, that there's all these very coincidental like things they see? I don't know, man. Because I mean, like you've been, you've talked about it. You showed me a video where there's tons of like 
there's tons of like pretty cool stuff that's really close to being you know like wh what's happened but then again, how long has the Simpsons been on? Like 75 fucking years? Like, at some point, at some point, aren't they just going to hit some shit, you know? Yeah, I think about the probability of the amount of time and this and that. But the one thing that just throws me off, like, I could literally stop everything we're doing and just go spend a month investigating this one thing. And there just isn't enough time in life. And you got to kind of pick and choose. It's like watching a supermarket sweep, like... All right, if I had a shopping cart, it's I could grab anything. one of my top three favorite game shows is Supermarket Suite. It's like training you for a riot. It was white people riot trading, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always yeah. watching that shit, too. I'm like, grab the fucking caviar, you idiot. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing, motherfuckers? You, we all know tuna's expensive. Yeah. Go grab all the tuna. They're small and they're expensive. Sure, diapers are expensive, but they're fucking huge. Don't get the diapers. I feel like kids today will never be able to, like, the, the nostalgic of the amazing game shows, which we have to talk about how... Um, which one? Uh, Jeopardy. Oh yeah, Alex, Alex Trebek, Trebek just you, died. That sucks, man. Man, Alex it's part Trebek, of our life. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who fills those shoes. If they're just gonna jump with a bunch of different celebrities for this a while. This is Jeopardy. Yeah, and then you, you always believed he knew it. You know, he got a fucking card in front of him as the answer, but just the way. He'd well, be like, mm, no, I saw I'm a little sorry. thing that they they've been showing on him recently because of like a tribute and stuff, and they said he would study this shit, like he would know it all. That's nuts. And he didn't have the thing is he uh he had like he also was a savage. Like cuz he had kind of zero zero chill on fucking with people, you yeah, know? He did some acting and stuff yeah. where he was like playing completely like same uh monotone like, yeah. uh delivery but some hardcore savage shit. And he um you know, he passed and and the week before Sean Connery passed. I don't know if you ever watched the SNLs with Trebek and, and Connery. Those were fucking great, man. Conspiracy. Yeah. What if it was a Simpsons episode where they're in there? There might be. Anyways, let's go back to that. Because we do have the word conspiracies. In our, be, in our podcast it, title, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure, ironically, the word intelligent is misspelt. That's great, Mike. That's um, great. That's like your sign that says uh, no eggs. exceptions. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so there's, one, there's a lot of different... Um, Little conspiracies with the Simpsons and everything. Uh, Matt Jorning, Georgine, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I think Matt Grain Graining. I think that's pronounced. I was way off. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the fucking episode with Donald Trump going on the escalator. It's it's chilling. Where he's in a, he's in an escalator, same suit, same color. He's going down. He's waving. Which okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but the fact that it's like Trump running for president, which, okay, that's still okay. Like, yeah, he, he had flirted with the idea before, but then the fucking, the window rail, the glass panel, yeah. someone holding that sign and it drops in the exact same spot in reality, fucking 20 years later, some shit. I don't even know. Just it's it's identical. If you were to, yeah. they have videos of you can YouTube it. Most of you probably know what I'm talking about, but they if you line it up, it it falls in the exact frame, the same way. Everything's identical, and it's like that can't be. That's just weird. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a. I don't have an answer. But you just for don't it. have an answer. That that's why. You, yeah, that's why you're wondering. It's just difficult for me to swallow. It's like what's going on? Like wh what's your what's your fucking um idea of parallel universes yeah. and and uh i i watched that thing steven you told me pretty fucking good uh what was it called again the mandela, effect. the mandela effect and you're familiar with the mandela effect yeah the idea that 
uh, there's like a split in time because we remember things happening one way that didn't happen that way. Like the biggest one I can think of is the Bernstein Bears and the Berenstein Bears. You yeah, know? Basically when the, the Mandela effect, for those who aren't aware, most of you probably are aware of it, because uh, only really smart, intelligent, educated people listen to this, um, are it's when a group of people believe a certain uh, event happened in life and they all believe, a, a majority of people believe that this is what would happen or this is what it was and come to find out it's not. And everyone's just like, what? Wait a minute. What? The, the Monopoly guy didn't have a monocle? Like, what do you mean he didn't have a monocle? That blows my mind, man, because I swore that fucker wore a monocle, man. So what do you think it is, man? Do you, do you really think that we're in some type of simulation? Basically, all of existence is an electronic fucking energy? No, I think it's such a jump just because I thought the Monopoly man had a fucking monocle. You know? Like, well, <laughs> like, let me, let me to back. go from that to be like, it's obviously aliens and robots. Maybe I just thought rich people wore monocles and top hats. The penguin wore a monocle. There's a lot of different Mandela effect yeah. things. Basically, the, the the phrase comes from Nelson Mandela. Uh, everyone knows that he was, well, not everyone. Was some, yeah. He was incarcerated for quite some time in yeah. his country in Africa. And uh, he uh, died not too long ago, but a lot of people think he died long, long, long time ago. Yeah, like in prison and stuff. Yeah, and he actually lived a, a life after prison and was, you know, was an activist and was basically, you know, trying to bring uh, good Became things. The president of South Africa. Yeah, so, I'd say a bigger one was what happened to Kelly and Jesse. That one season of Saved by the Bell where they introduced Tori. I don't know if you guys watched Saved by the Bell, but there's I'm a not, whole. I, I did watch Saved by the Bell, but I'm not familiar with that. There's the Tori. She's just there. Nobody talks about Kelly and Jesse. That one's big to me. Was that a Mandela effect one? No, that's just what the fuck happened. I think it's a contract negotiation problem. Oh, but fuck? Fuck? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, shut it down. I haven't heard this one yet. Uh, another one was, um, fuck. I think one of the ones that's here is people have told me this. Sinbad. Well, this one's here. Oh, yeah, the Kazam movie and the... the it was Shaz- a Kazam. Don't be confused with my guy, my yeah, guy Shaq. Shaq. But Shaq's was Shazam or Kazam? Kazam. Yeah. Kazam. Oh, we split things again. I think a bigger one, and I'm going to bring this one up, is people, this is our own Mandela effect. I have heard from dozens of people that they were like, no, Gavin had a had a chicken wing on his face, right? And I'm like, no, it's a turkey leg. Like, I remember it being a chicken wing. I'm like, Mandela effect sausage castle. No, here's the thing. I, I, I know what you're saying, yeah. but they're very, very eerie because... I definitely know the Berenstein Bears was not Berenstein Bears. I don't know. We were kids and we couldn't read. That's why people read them to us. Well, I definitely remember having to read those to kids when I was like older yeah. and I would cheat. I would be like, blah, 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 it's blah, 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 in the end. They're like, hey, mister, you didn't read the whole book. I was like, shut the fuck up. What kid. happened was the Bears had to change their name when they came to Ellis Island because they were like, it was a little too ethnic. How about the Smith Bears, you know? I was... um I know the Looney Tunes one is something. Yeah, that one. What is it? Is it, is it Looney Tunes with a Z or? No, or it's like the double O, I believe. Oh yeah, it's like a U instead of double O. Uh, there's there's so many different. How the word loony is spelled, actually, I think. What's that, Stephen? It's how the word loony is spelled. It's how the word loony is spelled. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try to find me. Um, so we got uh, Jiffy the the peanut butter. It's just Jiff though, right? 
There's a Curious George one. He's got no tail. I know that. That's a big one. The Looney Tunes. Um, it was the way Tunes is spelled. T-O-O-N-S or Tunes as in like iTunes. Uh, the Berenstein Bears we talked about. Curious George not having a tail. There's something with Sex in the City. Sex. I think it's Sex and the City or Sex in the City. Is the I question. always thought it was Sex in the City, not and the city. Now I don't even know what it, which one it is. Wow, what the fuck for Breeze? There was a fucking for Breeze one. What the fuck? Uh, Oscar Meyer. I don't even know. I guess the A in the Meyer. So they're trying to dis- distinguish the spelling of Oscar Meyer, the, the word Meyer, if an A or an E. Skechers. What's the Skechers one? Spell- that they didn't look like shit. Spelling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fruit Loops. All right. It was either the word fruit or fruit, F-R-O-O-T. Let's make up our own Mandela effect. Oh, wow. There's a King Des, the King. Wow, that's so funny. You're talking about the Gavin's turkey leg. There's a King Henry's. Was he holding a turkey leg in that famous photo of him, like in his little. You know, I, I always thought he was, but he's not. No, he's not. We talked about the Monopoly Man, the monocle. Pikachu's tail having the black stripe on the end of it or not. Dude, my roommate had a giant fucking Pikachu like statue he won from like Blockbuster for some video game tournament. And it was in our backyard and every night we'd have a party or something like some drunk chick. I'd like, Yeah, you want it, I can give it to you. Like, oh my god. And I caught this girl talking to this other girl like, Oh my god, Mike's gonna give me the Pikachu. And or is why they never took it because it was too big to fit in their fucking car. So you'd give it away to feel I'd give that like shit away stud. every time, yep. Uh, the Kit Kat, if there's a dash in it, there was definitely a hyphen in that shit. And they're trying to say there's not. That's bullshit. Uh, definitely Mandela effect. See, that's real. the thing, man. I don't think any of us paid attention to enough of this shit because there's people we know that were like, no way, that's Scott. I didn't even know that was him. I thought that's Scott, I thought he was black. Fruit of the Loom, they're trying to say, if was there a cornucopia uh, in it or not? I'd like to interrupt because I don't want 17 minutes of our podcast to be Mike scrolling through shit, bringing up half of the information like, oh, he doesn't have a chicken wing. Yeah, yep, that's got a hyphen. <laughs> there's some there's some pretty weird shit, you know, and uh, I don't know. I think the the theory of it is is that they're suggesting when I say they, the popular the populace is yeah. saying that did these things? Is there something that like fucked up the the matrix or the program to where it glitches? And that movie, it's like the why the fuck are they like? They're it's glitching, all life they're a glitching digital on code. Fruit of the Loom, but they're not ditching. They're not like glitching on a mountain ever. You know, you're never just looking at it like that mountain moved. No. Well, maybe there's a more simplistic uh, yeah. concept of it. Maybe maybe we're just fucking up because we thought these things happened. Maybe whoever was the marketing person of these people, maybe like they had an idea. The, the original idea got pitched and it got so far into it, but then they axed it, and then now we never. I bet it's more. They asked people, "Hey, does the Monopoly Man have a monocle or not?" Everybody's like, "Yeah, he does." And then like, no, he doesn't. And they're like, what? I always remember. You never remembered, motherfucker. I you remember, never once remembered the Monopoly Man. There's you a video on YouTube. And uh, and why doesn't he have a monocle? Because he looks like the kind of asshole who would wear a monocle. I forget what it was. It was it was a show. I think it was the Berenstein Bears or something. It was because they yeah. had a cartoon of it, too. Yeah. Not only the book, but. Uh, Hot in the streets. Yeah. they. Someone had a TV guide from way back. And they were like, yo, this is fucking it. Da, 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 da. And they had like someone said, "No, I have the proof. Here it is." And 
And it's like, I don't know, time traveling, all that weird shit. I don't fucking know. Can you imagine, like, you're like, no, I got this TV guy, and it says Berenstein Bears. Hold up, someone's at my door, and they grab you. Motherfucker, you know too much. (laughs) Like, he was found dead, and somebody's like, but where's his TV guy? What's your favorite conspiracy? What is the one thing that you're, like, close to, like, yeah, this shit's real? I don't know, man, but I, I, I'm almost 100% sure it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald that shot John F. Kennedy. You know, like I just I, and, 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 and even if you came to me with a goddamn video of him doing it, I'd still I'd still want to believe it just wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. If, all right, so let's say you became the president and, and let's just say, which I feel like we're under the, the false impression that a president gets to know anything. What's the first question you're asking like, let's say there's a guy in a back room and he's the guy who briefs you as you move into the White House. What's the first thing you want to know? How much do we know about aliens? All right. Uh, well, that's I, I can't you know, I'm not Mr. Fact Checker here, but I find that the most interesting part of 2020 is that we've all been fiending for truth. And we've gone through all this bullshit and we've seen the most craziest shit happen ever, at least in our lifetime. But. The government came out, the, the, the Pentagon, and said, hey, these are definitely um, unidentified flying, flying objects. objects. And we were so busy with murder hornets and COVID and how everything was going to shit. We were like, we don't have time for that. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't have time for that, motherfucker. That is the biggest. They're not, like, not that, not that thousands or millions or whatever the fucking real number is of yeah. people dying isn't a, be- a big deal. But the fact that not only did they talk about how that. That was unidentified flying objects in, in those naval videos and yeah. stuff. But the fact that they say they have they have in their possession, they, they've said this. Well, they don't say that. A guy says it who worked for the government. I, once again, I'm not a fact, yeah, fact that's the thing. checker it's, it's, dude, yeah. but some it was a credible media source. I don't know if that even, yeah. that the word, that's very ironic to even say that. But those two frit people in the same, credible yeah. and media, I don't know. But kind of came to the conclusion of they weren't denying that they were actually admitting that they have in their possession spacecraft. They said they have. So the guy says that they have technology that can't be placed from this earth. And NASA, or excuse me, like the United States government hasn't refuted it. That's what it is. So, I mean, and and that doesn't mean no, but I just mean that's the clarification there, you know? It's like saying, you know. I've always just been like, if you could know any question about anything, not just like all of existence, whatever, God, space, I don't, I do aliens. not, I do not honestly want to know if there's an afterlife. Because if you tell me no, what are you doing fuck. then? What do you do? Like it's just like fuck it. I'm just gonna I'd do rather, whatever till then. You see, I'd rather just fucking no. Because I mean, those last moments, you're just. That's why everybody gets religion at the end. Because those last moments, you're like, hey. This, this fucking Quran thing sounds pretty fucking good to me. I just need to know I'm going somewhere. That's the other thing. That's what I, I beat myself up every day thinking about is like there's hundreds, if not thousands of different religions. What is the odds of anyone possibly picking the right one? And then if they're all, it, let's say one of them's right, most of them rebuke. Like the idea of the others, yeah, or like some of them, like you know, I can't get behind Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness because it doesn't make sense if only one hundred and forty thousand people are going to make it to heaven. One hundred forty-four, one hundred forty-four. You're knocking on doors, try, tra- knocking on doors, trying to get more people. 
Yeah, you it's know? like you're I think cock blocking it, yourself. Yeah, I think I'd rather be like, hey guys, have you heard about Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> it's not true. Don't worry about it. See you later. Ting, yeah, ting, yeah, here's ting, some, ting, ting, here's some shit about Catholicism. We're getting there. We're getting there. I had a stepmom that she was like a hardcore Christian, and she would answer the door in this fucking teal silk nighty and hairy pussy, no panties. <laughs> boom. She'd sit there with her cigarette and start preaching the Bible to these Jehovah's Witness people. Hairy pussy, and no panties. pussy flopping out and everything. I'm like, what the fuck? Was she hot? She was kind of cute. Yeah. Curly. Uh, she she had, she had was like, her family was like Native American, at least she yeah. said, and I believed it. She had high cheekbones. I was yeah. like, yeah, sure, whatever you say. <laughs> and fucking, she would sit there and fucking argue with two random dudes in, in, in white shirts and black ties on a fucking bicycle that rode up to the house. And here's the thing, man. Sometimes, no matter how fucking crazy I think your beliefs are, religions on anyone that they may personally have, you got to respect anyone that has the audacity. He's like, hey, listen, I'm going to start going door to door. Yeah, I'm going to ride my bike to your house, and I'm going to talk to you about the word. Like, And it sucks because someone told you that, and then you were like, tell me more. And then you're like, I believe. Yeah. And then that's it. And then now you believed it so much, you're going to spend the rest of your life dedicating to it. Yeah. I I can simplify this. this. This could be an entire podcast every single day for hours and hours and hours. But the one thing that I come back to is the fact that we are, I think it's, I think everyone collectively agrees this other than a couple of probably hokey pokey, crazy, weird religions. I believe that we all believe that we are a, a creation of a creator, whether it's like a big bang or yeah. God himself is what, what, what popularized what people think God is. Or, you know, I, I believe that they think we're a creation of something from something or somewhere. Because if it's from something, then it, okay, that's God or whatever. What is God? Like the phrase, the word, like, dude, we can go down wormholes on this. Like, what, what do you think it all so is? did God create that moment where your stepmom and her hairy pussy and her flappy lips met those Jehovah's Witness to just, to, for that moment, he was just like, you know what would be fun, son? <laughs> Watch this. Well, no, she she definitely didn't talk to me like that. She was always scheming money for my dad and fucking and running out there and talking shit. Like, you know what he did today? And it was bad. It was I was having like nervous breakdowns. When you're like 12 years old, you're not supposed to hear someone that's an adult completely fabricate the realities of what happened. Yeah, and you're looking at her like, is this bitch? Is this bitch for real? <laughs> Does she really? And she had a wicked stepdaughter. Oh, you told me about her, yeah. I, listen, me, my sister, we got her asses. You talked beat about this about before. About the star crunches. The, with the star crunches, the eucalyptus stick. Yeah, bro, that shit's all real. That this ain't, <laughs> this ain't no fucking. This is, the, I still, still, every now and then think about like, wow, I'm just glad to be an adult now. Like that was just that was worth like getting the fuck out of there. Yeah, just hearing those words like and, and just hear i some that shit echoes with me still to this day you can't never get just forget about certain things wow no we got we, yes no let's just keep going no we're gonna go to we got our break and then when we come back we're gonna talk about what's going on tomorrow which is gonna be today when they hear it and we're gonna tell them about d pick 21 you listen to the oh, mike yeah, busey yeah. show does your life suck are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. 
Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never seen before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, a, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black because they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. 
like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the second half of the show, guys. I almost put myself to sleep. <laughs> just I just walked out I just walked outside to take a piss and halfway during the piss I was just like I could go to sleep right now. Just to let you know guys, uh I think we're the biggest critics of our own show. So easily. Steven brought up a good point is every one of these podcasts are going to have a different vibe. Sometimes we're high energy and we're talking about fucking dicks and fucking shit. Then it's like we're talking more of more of like a, a chilled and hopefully it's entertaining to y'all. I want, I want everybody to know the idea of this podcast is this is what we would be talking about together if we were driving somewhere. It's not it's not like an act or anything like yeah. that. This is just the long kind of conversations we would have with each other. And we just kind of share them with you because the truth is we think most of you guys have these same kind of conversations, you yeah. know? 
Well, we we tried to make notes the first couple episodes, and we basically got away from that after like. If you listen to two. our first three episodes and you listen to us now, I think we figured it out better than we had in the beginning. We're like, fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, let's do it live. Yeah, so we just had a huge, huge event though, uh, and the, and that's one of the reasons why we missed two shows pretty much one was getting prepared for it the other one was just kind of like unwinding for it but that was drunk people in costume 21 and i thought it was a success it was a huge success it was it was we're we're in the carnival business now that was the biggest biggest success of dpick 21 yeah we started that first endeavor of owning our first carnival ride and i think now we're about to go even deeper down the carny fucking wormhole i think carnival ride buying is like buying firearms at first, you're like, I don't, I don't need a lot of them. I'll just get this one. I want them all. Yeah, now I want a wall full of fucking zippers, and and they got the names you want: the Rocco plane, the zipper, the Star Scream. I found myself being ignorant at first, like, yo, that's a fucking Ferris wheel, and he goes, it's a Rocco plane. Yeah, our guy Jr. The big Jr. Old King of the Carnies. Him and his mom are Queen of the Carnies. We we've literally, I literally spent all day with them the other day, and I was all day with them. They today. don't look talk or act like what you thought carnies were but like every gen- now and generation then, of carnies every now and then they slide something in and you're like that's straight fucking car so my mom was fucking pistol whipping this <laughs> <Yep>. fucking guy <laughs> that got slid in or or he would just talk about uh, one of the things jr says and he's a good old boy ohio boy i've uh, been dude. here in florida straight. i feel like we're gonna be best friends forever yeah. he doesn't know that yet he's i feel kind of creepy shooter. but saying this but yeah, yeah he doesn't guys, know we're best mike friends would are. talk to him on the phone for like hours like before they girl. met yeah it was mike's little fucking schoolgirl boyfriend situation he'd just be laying on the floor be like no you hang up no you hang no, up send me a, <laughs> send me a picture of your fucking your your fun slide send me a picture of the morocco plane oh my god this so is i've so been weird. learning the, the names of it yeah yeah. And it's like, yo, motherfuckers, that, oh, that particular brand. Teach him the carny history you learned about the mark. This is the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, uh, Brian Idol was telling me some stories about how that's kind of how what I what he what he said that where's wrestling originated. Yeah. To where that was like a way of like gambling, you know. Like I guess they didn't do chicken fights at the time, so they're like they had people fighting and and wrestling. The beginning was like super legit, but then what happened is you had the carny twist on it to where they were like setting it up and when people first came in the main gate they would open their wallets and there would be a guy who would kind of like creepily and he was usually a wrestler he was like the big doorman guy right yeah yeah it was some you know inner fucking setup sketch shit and he's he found out who had the most money on him so you go to buy your tickets you open your wallet and he'd see all the fucking coin in there yeah and then he had like this this piece of chalk or something and he would bump you and strike a like a mark a mark down your back so it's like putting a kick me sign but everyone knew that that was the guy who had the most money so you would be like yo hey i bet fucking did it up hey there fella you look like a a good gentleman how about you toss this one ring over this nail and i'll give you a dollar and then you throw it it's nothing they're like you want to try for five and they're like sure like cool the ring ends up being fucking 15 inches wide now and i went to this thing called iepa I've been to IAPA, man. I love IAPA. The international amusement of fucking. It's like it's like where the Carney Mafia goes, though. Like yeah, these are like cleaned up Carnies. Yeah. Like these are theme parks. These jippos speak a little clean English, you know. Yeah. So um, I forget how someone that follows me is like, "Yo, you want to go to IAPA? And you got to pay to go into this mm-hmm. shit. It's a huge. It's the largest like. This is where Disney entertain- buys rides. Yeah, you go there and you meet with vendors and other uh, makers of products and inter- everything from porty potties to 
fucking simulators to roller coasters, you name it. There's everything you would need to have a carnival. There's even booths with lawyers that are like, did a child die on your ride? No, he did not. Exactly. Name's Albert Greenfield, and I have defended over 75 carnies, <laughs> and not once has there been a kidnapping charge or a murder. In fact, I promise you that if I don't beat your child murder case, I'll give you a free trailer. It was funny you mentioned that because Jr. was telling me a story. I was doing a gig at like a at a county fair. Like it's not funny that I mentioned child murder carnivals. It's logical. Okay, okay? <laughs> it's so logical. I guess they were handing out these brochures. Like it was like somewhere yeah. here locally, like a, a town carnival they had, and I guess they were someone was whoever running the brochure thing didn't like proofread what was going on. And I guess someone, some lawyer paid like 500 bucks to get the back space of the fucking Of the carny brochure. brochure? Yeah, of this fair thing they had going on. And it was literally like, hey, did you get injured at this carnival? I'll, <laughs> I'll get you paid. So some old lady tripped on some curb that was not ride related and got fucking paid. And they all felt like dipshits that basically promoted the, hey, go sue these motherfuckers. Yeah. You, you know this too? When you operate a carnival... And just randomly someone turns up missing in that town. You're like, fuck, it's going to be me and Lobster Boy in the fucking box with the cops on us. You know it. Yeah, I, I, I fucking I'm excited to, to see what this property is going to become in the future. Yeah, because we're, we're, already- we're, we're in good with the king and queen of Carney's solid people, too. And uh, we're making some moves. We're making moves with carnival folk <laughs> which hey let me tell you this much best thing at first when we met these guys we, we still weren't sure you know we we, we we can never be sure and <laughs> rowdy ravi has the best line batista rowdy ravi's dog was barking at him when he first met him and rowdy ravi pulls me to the side and he's like yo batista fucks with everybody so if he's got a problem with them keep your eyes on him and i was like all right, Rowdy, but they seem like and Rowdy grabs my arms. Remember their carnies, <laughs> and I was and I was like, "You right, you right." <laughs> these these aren't the normal like stereotypical ones. No, they've gone to Carney College. Our Carney was just talking to me today about when he goes to Dubai to do events. You yeah, know how they're he like flies going to Japan and shit. Yeah. They're they're on a whole nother fucking level. This is definitely made men in the carny world. Like this isn't the toothless guy. Like I'm gonna trade you a duck if you can hit all three of these yeah. plushes. A part of me wants them to be like that. Well, you know they know those guys though because he's even told us about the carny town. What's it called uh, Gip, Gip Town? Gip Town, Gibson Gip, Town, Gibson near Tampa. Tampa. Near Tampa, it's a town full of carnies and like they have their own folk. like little like clubhouse, like a bar and like a whole like fucking. Imagine like, you walk in there with all your midgets and they're just like. We didn't know there was another Connie town. You're like Sausage Castle. Swing on by if you want to leave. Oh, I'm this pretty sure I, 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 I'm pretty sure I could convince them all to relocate. Oh, easily, easily. Like, hey, listen, guys, I got this fucking place. Who do you think the mayor of Gip Town is? Is the bearded lady? Or no, is they it like have, a they have like a, they have like a fucking government kind of setup. I guess they have like you know president and stuff, and they pay dues. It's, 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 it's like a social club and a town. It's like a VFW Moose Lodge, but some, but some people, people are missing fingers and not because of Nam. Yeah, but because they were born with duck feet you know if you want to if you want to bang the hottest weirdest novelty there's someone in gift town that's like what are you looking for mr Busey? i've got lydia she was born with gills 
Makes you wonder, like, I've been to Ripley's, believe it or not, and over there on iDrive and yeah. in Orlando, and I'm, you see some of that shit, like, man, yeah. was this really real? Like, you go but then now I see, I see those fucking conjoined blonde twins. I'm like, maybe that shit is all real. Think about it, You go to Ripley's, believe it or not, and you're like, look at that mermaid, and, and one of the people from Giptown walks in and is like, is that Claude? Claude! That's Claude's body in that box. There was an American Pickers episode where... Um, there was this guy, he traveled around in this trailer and he had like a fucking, like a semi trailer and he had like a whole expert, like a whole fucking museum yeah. thing in there and it was like an actual dead. Oh, cause I remember lady. they had like snakes too. They had like the petrified snakes and then there was a dead woman, a body a that they stripper. showed around. She yeah. died. She got like thrown in the Bro, river or some shit. Listen, listen, when you got a dead stripper somewhere, man, you don't put her on display. You throw her ashes in the swamp. You know that. Listen to our older podcast. So anyways. Drunk people in costumes. Oh, we well, we had, bought our carnival rides for drunk people in costumes. See how that happens? You you did that to me, too, because mm-hmm. I know you're excited. Cause that was good. We literally go outside in the middle of the night and just stare at the scrambler. I like, love wow. Midnight scrambler has been one of my favorite things. Like Today we won't do it because we're setting up and we, we don't have a generator out right now. But usually if it's 5 o'clock in the morning and we're still up, we make Adam come out there. He's got to get an official carny uniform, which means he has to take his shirt off and put a cigarette hanging from his lip. And then we just fire up the scrambler. Good fuck. We did it. We did it when the college kids were here, and I think those kids are going to go on. And I know this for the fact they're going to live their lives and do a lot of cool shit. But somewhere they're going to have the story of we went to this party one time, and while the sun was coming up, we were all fucked up riding this guy's scrambler. Yeah, it's. I had the time of my life that night. Yeah, and I had the time of my life Halloween. uh, It was Halloween. Halloween We had all the rides too. We always put so much emphasis in Halloween. And it never, ever disappoints. No. And uh, I feel that we always use Halloween to springboard into, like, all right, we're going to get more serious about this pirate ship stuff. We yeah. gotta, like We start adding all these to-do list things, and we try to get them all accomplished. And then from that point, it's like, all right, we'll go back to the pirate ship, and we'll redesign this later. But till then, let's make it awesome for Halloween. And everything we had going on, all the carnival rides, all, uh, all the cool people that came. And costumes, man. People... C- we don't, man, we tell everybody you have to come in a costume. I'll be honest. They don't fucking let me down. Like, they go all out. There was a dude from, I want to say, Virginia or something. Had a real strong country accent like this. And he had tits, like real tits. Oh, the guy with with tits. Yeah, real tits. On and he him. came as a shower. He had yeah. like a, a curtain. He's like, like Karate Kid almost like shower. Yeah. It was really weird. But I was like, does this motherfucker have tits? And then I Snapchatted it, and then and then I got scared, and I deleted it because I was like, "Yo, those are real fucking tits." <laughs> I mean, mother, I got reported for way less before. And he so. wasn't. He wasn't transgender. He wasn't uh, transitioning to being a woman. He just got tits. Yeah, he, he didn't had have them no lipstick, no fucking no. He wasn't wearing girls. And it clothes. wasn't like he was a fat dude once, and he has titties now. He bought. Tits. And he didn't sound like retarded. He just sounded like, hey, you know, I fucking woke up one day and thought I should have some titties, so this is what I did. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I don't I don't fucking and I I felt him. I can lie, I felt him. I ain't gonna lie, Miguel. That? I felt how was that feeling? It, it felt just as good, if not better, than some of the fake titties I've squeezed uh several times in my life before, Miguel. I mean, I don't knock it. It's it's a pair of it's a pair of titties he bought, but like But what scares me is I get so fucking drunk. I blacked out the first two nights. <laughs> Already, already. And uh, so Saturday morning, I'm Saturday afternoon, let's say like one or two, I wake up. I'm still drunk as fuck from Friday. And I'm like, fuck. I look around 
And I'm instantly like, okay, where's my girlfriend? There's some dude with tits laying on the floor. No, definitely not. Some of you are like, all right, now he's getting good. Second hour, here we go. No, uh, but I did not recall what happened. And I had to ask her, I'm like, so did we have a threesome? She's like, yeah, we had a couple. I was like, with who? And then she would start describing them, you know, by costume. But that, that didn't help me because I was so blacked out that I couldn't recall their costume either. But luckily, even in the, my most drunkest moments, I video these things and I go through my phone. I'm like, oh, what do we have here? A little closet. Oh, okay. I'm like, all right. And that's scary because you feel like you're about to watch yourself being abducted by aliens. Because I was like, I have no recognition recognition of what the fuck happened. And. I started playing a video, and here are a video of multiple women sucking my wiener. And I'm like, like just having the time of my life. And it kind of sucks because I don't remember any of it. So it feels like it never really actually happened. This has nothing to do with the dude with tits? No. Oh, man, you fucking segued into that. (laughs) The moral story is, Miguel, I get scared when I get so drunk. I could be around a guy in tits, and maybe what what if one day a dude like really really pressed himself on me because dude you know how many times i swipe on tinder and bumble and i'm like swipe 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 swipe, and i get a match i'm like oh hell like, oh shit that's gonna get I'm like what the fuck i read it says transgender i'm like ah oh, shit i gotta stop swiping and everything i see sometimes i'm not like i feel like tinder and bumble they're like pushing it on me like i know you're just heterosexual white man but are you sure you don't want to try some training because they're like listen Talk your shit. We know what goes down. We've seen your snap. No, well, There's a dude with tits. No, definitely. I'll tell you this about your blackout. That was not. funny. Here's here's a funny blackout. Yeah, you you tell me. You tell me what the fuck happened. Uh, and Steven was there for this. It's like 530 in the morning. Some guy decides, you know what? I want to rent one of the rooms upstairs. Oh, so he's yes. like, he's like, he's like, how much is it for the room? We're like, well, we only do it for the weekends. On parties, we only rent them for like the weekends. So we're like, it's a thousand dollars. He's like, that's fine. Mike's like grabbing me. He's like, yo, take care of this guy. This guy is solid as fuck. And I'm like, okay, cool. This must be some dude Mike knows. He's like, take care of him. Hook him up with the room. Steven's right there. Steven's like, hey, the guy's gonna pay. Steven shows me that the guy paid. I unlock the room for him help him out bring his bags up i come back downstairs mike's like make sure that guy has the time of his life and i was like got it about two hours later brian idol decides he wants to go to sleep so mike tells brian idol go upstairs to the hugh hefner room which is the room we just sold to this guy brian idol comes back down he's like oh i can't uh it's locked somebody's in there mike's like Nobody's supposed to be in there. And Mike's like gives him the key and goes, get him the fuck out of there. So this dude's wasted. <laughs> Two hours ago, Mike was telling him he was his buddy. <laughs> Time of your life. Now, this poor guy wakes up to Brian Idol throwing the fucking door open and manhandling him like, what the fuck are you doing in this room? And the guy is so nervous and drunk. He's like, ah, ah, ah. And Brian's like, who the fuck said you could stay in this room? And I think the guy's trying to remember Steven or my name because he's like, ah, ah, ah. And he had to finally scramble and show Brian Idol where he, where he paid for the room on his phone. And then Brian's like, well, he rented the room. Nice, buddy. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> Dude, and I still I still to this day do not know who the fuck it was. If you're a member of MikeBC.com, uh, we have this TV that normally shares a sh- shows a shitty glare. I have it uh, 
connected to my phone. We're going to go through some photos here. That is a man with the titties. I don't know. I forget his name. He was a nice guy. He came with a group of people. And there's his tits. And uh, They're big tits, too. Yeah, they're great fucking tits. Yeah. Like, if, I mean... What is what is it? What else does he need to do? Like he might as well just stay home every night, you know. Like, um, the um, one of our members was dressed up as the Baja Blast. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I was a huge fan of that. Um, this, that guy, this guy, there's a guy here's dressed as Krampus, who looks like he could be working at one of the fucking theme parks. I don't even know what that is. Good, Krampus is the evil Santa Claus thing, and I can't believe he didn't win anything. This guy in the middle won. Uh, this is Big Red. And he made this costume. He made this character, and he's like pitching it now for a movie. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, these are some scallies. Yeah, some more scallies. Uh, I, somewhere, uh, this girl, um, she she was fun. Um, Remember, our audience is listening, so be a little more descriptive than yeah. this girl. So we had we had the Gum Gang and uh, <laughs> the Joker, Joker Gang, gang fight. fight, the Battle of Degenerates, which both of those guys are fucking sweethearts. They're not bad guys, uh, but they're just. This caused some controversy. Our John King pissing on one of our members, uh, Mr. Carlos Assign, that turned into a whole shitstorm. Let's uh, uh, we got to see our maintenance guy's girlfriend's uh, innards a little bit more than we probably should. Let's uh, let's remember people are listening and you're running through things without explaining anything. <laughs> all right. First of all, first of all, if they're a member of the website, they can actually watch and Sarah two fat dudes talk for two hours. Um, we have this porn star guy come. Uh, he dressed you as Santa Claus. You were in love with this guy. Guy was fucking Steven, great. Steven, this is the fifth time. He's like, yo, Mike, listen, you know. Uh, this guy. I, you know, I don't a, know like dudes, but listen, this guy, I think we could do something with him. Hey, this guy came in, and I really thought he was going to be a douche. You know how that is when you meet these guys. You're like, oh, great. Oh, well, this is you. and Oh, damn. Like, oh, oh, first of all, yes. let's talk about your first night costume. Oh, can we put, can we cue it up? Uh, probably not, but uh, I, uh, it's somewhere in here. I don't know. but I came as easy and I was very proud of my costume. Listen, I turned one minute you were Miguel. Oh, the minute you're next minute I turned around your easy. I looked at you and I swear to God, I came this close saying, "Yo, who the fuck are you? What are oh, you doing you, in here?" It, the best part was everyone here. Every time I, every time somebody saw me, they just stared at me because I had the Jerry curl wig. I had the full oh, on shit. fucking I didn't know outfit. She came this girl. That was the cop from a long time ago. She put okay. barbecue sauce in her. Let's uh, let's entertain the people listening to the podcast, Mike, and not just look at pictures. Well, I'm just using it to draw my memory. This, <laughs> I, I don't. I still don't know if that was a chick or a dude or not. Well, there was a dude with tits, and then there was a chick with dude stuff. So it was like they, I, I, it was like they, they got into a car accident and swapped up. You know what's weird? Every Halloween, though, I go back and we look at the photos, and I'm like, damn, I wish you could. It, like, romanticizes that that person in your mind. You're like, oh, damn, look how hot that is. And what, I've always what, had this theory that Halloween's kind of like prom. Even the less attractive people always look really good. Well, the thing Halloween. about Halloween is if you met a girl and she was Princess Jasmine, in your mind, that was the first time you met her and how you met her. So that's what that's what resonates in your head with them. Like how you meet somebody on Halloween kind of sets to you who they are. Oh, for sure. I got I got I fucked a girl that was dressed up as the Home Depot chick <laughs> in the woods here and I got in like a two year relationship after that and she was still saved on my phone as the Home Depot chick I fucked in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> the good 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 descriptive. Let me All tell right. you let me tell you a story. So after the second night, Saturday um, we've led after the fight. We brought everyone out to the middle of the woods and made them fucking wait because, well, no one had their shit together and hunted trails. So we had to wait almost like an hour. It was forever. And uh, I was like, where the fuck are the lights? Doo-doo-doo. I was like, 
Just start pouring the fucking gasoline on the ground. Fuck it. Explain that, though, because remember, people listening don't know what that means. So there was a haunted trail. You do a haunted it trail every year. It was about 100 yards long, yeah. and it was through a little, like, there was basically a, um, like, oak tree to the left and the right of you. It was, like, 10 feet wide, and it was, like, a canopy. So you're basically, like, in, like, a little fucking tunnel of yeah. trees. Very creepy. And then we added a bunch of crazy shit. It was like, tell them, man. Tell them about it. It starts out where you walk through so a bus. You go through a bus, and we had a, uh, one of our followers um, from Vegas. He's dressed up like a very creepy clown, and he'd sit you all down in the And what was the theme, too? What was the theme? Basically, the theme was that he told everyone, like, hey, Mike's done got into the carny business, and now these carnies, are, well, they're killing a, they're killing Sausage Castle followers. And they're out here, and you got to run. Da, da, da. And I'm like convincing, like I'm dressed as Elvis in the middle of the woods with a guy who looks exactly like Barack Obama. People are freaking out, like, "Holy shit, it's Barack Obama!" And then here's Joey Fatone from Insync hanging out. It's like, "Holy fuck, is that goddamn Joey Fatone!" Like <laughs> people are. And then you got the dude James from James from Tiger King. Tiger King's like. Yo, is that Brock Obama? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even like a week later, people were in the Facebook group saying, hold on, let me get this straight. Was the dude James from the Tiger King, Joey Patone, and like, like, were they all at the same house? Like at this party? Like what the fuck is going on? So we had like cobwebs and uh, we had Nami. I convinced Nami like, yo, hey, I need you to take, take this fucking biscotti and fucking put it on your body. And what did he have hole. to take? Yeah, you know what I said. What do you, what, what, put this fucking biscotti <laughs> on your fucking stomach. And act like, you know, we had, I bought a cop car. I, I literally bought a cop car. Yeah, I came like home that day and minutes. you were like, hey, uh, don't worry. We didn't spend a lot on it, but we own a cop car. Yeah. So we bought a cop car and uh, we made it look like, oh, was, the cop was getting killed and shit and all this stuff. And Here's the problem with our haunted trail that we've, we've had a couple years in a row. Everybody who works the haunted trail is all the way in the warehouse, like watching some sort of event. And then we go straight from the warehouse to the haunted. We need to have a secondary staff just for the haunted trail from now on. We say that every year. We do, but we don't do it. Uh, Michelina puts some uh, ping pong balls in her pussy, and we put them in a Ziploc bag. And uh, now they are uh, a scientific experiment because they're growing spores. They're making penicillin right now. It is literally, uh, well, it's pretty fucking interesting to say the least. It's we should probably show a video of it. I want to talk about the scavenger hunt. The scavenger hunt. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Let me set the thing up. So every member's party, we have a scavenger hunt with a thousand dollar prize. Usually, how it works is the teams that won the uh, drunken Olympics, the the top like four teams get to participate in the scavenger hunt. This time, we kind of forewent, forego the Drunken Olympics because people partied way too hard on Friday. Nobody was really awake in time for the Drunken Olympics, including us, and that was cool. So Sunday, we have the scavenger hunt. Now, every year, we create things on this scavenger hunt that we're like, no one is going to do this. This is true. Every single time, we're like, you know what, just for the fuck of it, let's just see if they actually do it. Here's one of the things that we have for 100, 100 points are the most points you could get. Uh, for per item, for a hundred points in the scavenger hunt, we have you and another guy perform a Dutch rudder on each other. That's when you hold your own cock, the other guy holds his own cock, and then he grabs your arm holding your cock and moves it back and forth to jack you off. That was that was hard to follow. Yeah, and you have to kind of see it to understand it. And the problem is that one never has people like, oh, we're not going to do that. People race to do the Dutch rudder. When we when we uh, talk about it before we actually do it we're like no one's ever gonna do that 
So we came up with this last minute thing. Our, our one of our former employees, Mr. Charles, aka Bear Asta Clown. Um, he is a short, long-haired, construction concrete guy. He looks like he would be like a character on King of the Hill. And his he feet look feet like like a like, caveman. like a caveman. Yeah, Neanderthal feet. And his toenails are like half an inch too long Ooh, and thick. And I was in the pool hanging out with the members, joining the George, join the vibe, trying to just have a good time. And he comes by, I was like, man, let me, let me fucking let me watch them feet, player. Just I was still drunk from the night before. I was like, fuck, I watch this guy's feet. You know, it's like some biblical shit. You I'm about know, to you, say it's some fucking Christian college shit. Yeah, like, yeah, you can, some someone fucking comes to Damascus, you wash their feet. And, <laughs> and shit, you Sarah know? washed Charles's feet. Yes. And then Ezekiel and Enoch's feet. So hey, yo, yo, babe, give me the toenail clipper. Let's take this to the next step. I'm clipping his toenails, not thinking. I'm just like kind of like, ah, fuck it, you know. And then they were like, ping, like flinging off. <laughs> they were hard, And I spent like five minutes trying to find one. And I, and I just want to let everyone rest assured that I got every single toenail out of the pool. But um, we took them all, gathered them in a shot cup, and that's what we started off with. We're like, listen, you will get, I forget how many points, if someone eats these, and we're thinking no one's going to do it, we these had motherfuckers to, were fighting. We over had, who's yeah, do it. we had to change the rules because everybody, every team had somebody down to eat Charles's toenails, so we had to have a yeah, push-up right, contest. Yeah, a push-up contest. And then, and Jesus then, Christ, I forgot about that. We had, because every team had somebody down for it, so they knock out the push-ups, and then somebody from their team eats the toenails. Disgusting. And Dink, Dink ate the toenails. He just swallowed them down. And we're not talking like one or two. We're talking like a like a a good probably, I don't know, I guess he's got 10 toes. I'd say so. but 20 toenails, like double clipped. Yeah, it was the most disgusting dark, shit. Dark, dark yellow hue to them. We didn't clean them. Mm-mm. We didn't do anything. They just And then up. Dink didn't even like chug a soda with it. He just, I'm going to, I've actually, <laughs> if you want to puke, he just chugged toenails. Here's another one. Uh. We had this 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 girl, and it was supposed to be shove a twenty dollar bill up somebody's asshole, and this dude only had a hundred, and he stuffed that hundo up there. It, it <sighs> there was a couple from Georgia, and they young, handsome, yeah, and beautiful, couple. beautiful girlfriend, handsome yeah, man. They had some glass company or something, yeah, and she isn't even on the team. She's like. Come on, baby, we got this. She's like holding their clothes every time they took them off yeah. and rode down a slide, butt ass naked. She's the one who told him one of the things was get kicked in the balls. And she's like, You can do it, baby. He's like, Kick me in the balls. And the first kick misses. It like grazes his balls, but hits his leg. And we're like, That doesn't count. He's like, Do it again. Do it again. So when you do these scavenger hunts, there's only about four teams and they're broken into like five to 10 people and they're running off. They have one hour to complete all this fucked up shit from five to 10 to fucking 25 50 100 points and they all have a cameraman and a, a judge with them and it is a list of the most disgusting weirdest stupidest some shit. of the things are like eat a cigarette and they're just like nom, nom, nom. oh cover yourself in barbecue sauce butt ass naked and wall around the dirt yeah uh piss on people that's not playing throw someone in the pool that's here's, not playing. here's one that's funny uh one year last year it said piss on somebody and uh that's not playing that's not playing and Bianca was, it's a piss on somebody that's not playing. And Bianca had this girl piss all over her. And she's like, go ahead and check off, piss on somebody. And I was like, it says piss on somebody that's not playing. And then later on, we had one that it was, uh, it's drink someone's piss. 
and it wasn't on last year's because it just wasn't on. And Bianca's like having this girl piss in a cup. She's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And she drinks it. She's like, check off, drink someone's piss. And I'm like, Bianca, it's not on there. <laughs> Her face is like, what? <laughs> they get so into it, though. And and we said it. We talked about it. If you're a member of the website and you see the secret snap and stuff along with it, uh, we talked about how you know we give away $1,000. But you divide that by, you know, a couple of people, you know, that's 250 It's 200 a shift bucks. somewhere. Yeah, so they're not even doing it for the money. They're doing Mm-mm, it for the pride, for the pride and, the and the experience. The because if you shit on someone's chest. Well, let's bring that up. If you shit on someone's chest, you have to call this guy every six months. Like, hey, man, happy fucking Thanksgiving, man. You remember me? Hey, with a fucking it's party. It's 100 points to shit, to shit on someone's chest. <laughs> and this year, and, and it's only happened twice. And this no, year, it's happened seven, more than that. Yeah, way more than that. Yeah. Well, this year, it happened with one of our members, Daniel, and John Kane and Daniel were the only two left in the uh, in their team. And John Kane took a green liquid Gerber shit baby shit on Daniel's chest. It's true. And immediately, Daniel was out of the game now. <laughs> We ran into him at the showers, and he was laughing and crying and freaking out because it was a wet, stank, horrible shit. We watched the video. He's having a mental breakdown. We watched the video, and basically, we were, we were in the deliberations room for about 45 minutes, and 30 minutes of us deliberating was us just rewinding the video of John Kane taking that green-ass, fucking glowing green shit all over this guy. So afterwards... We 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 it was we couldn't let, Daniel's team didn't win. They didn't even come close to winning. They were like eight hundred points, and everybody the winning team won they had by like, like five people. Points. And by the time they started playing, once once they heard what they had to do, <laughs> people fucking, were out. They were dropping like flies. I got the video right here. Um, as you can see right there, if you're a member of mybeast.com, you can see the video because Stephen's going to go ahead and show the wide angle. Um, we see uh, our our wonderful friend uh, Daniel. Uh, and John King, I mean, look at that. That is that is a green ass fucking kale puree shit on the man's chest. And then Rowdy Robbie let it play out because you catch Rowdy Robbie's face right after this. He's well, the, the best judge. part is like how you were saying, why did you put a towel down? You're yeah, out by the lake. Daniel put a towel and they put a towel on the ground as to not destroy our property with that rank shit. But here's the best part. Afterwards, Daniel's team doesn't win at all, right? He still sh- he probably showered for like 20 minutes just getting the memory of the shit off of him. So Mike calls him in the room, and Mike goes ahead and gives him a $1,000 check plus a bump box. And Daniel loves wrestling, so he gives him our the Macho, macho, man, our macho yeah. man Randy Savage costume. And Daniel, man, he, he, he's crying. He's so happy, and everybody's clapping it up. That was one of my favorite memories of the weekend and then we all jumped on the scrambler i was just like dude the dude has came and been a member of this for so long one year one year one of the contests was uh, you had four or five people your team or whatever you guys had to get on the merry-go-round they would spin you around each of you guys would chug vodka until the bottle was finished and you could switch you know to what Daniel, this motherfucker gets on the merry-go-round and finishes the bottle himself, start to finish. Yeah, just totally smokes everyone else. The dude, the dude's a beast, and he will he will go hard and play to win. And that's what a lot of the members are. And in, in, in these situations, they go hard and they play to win. But 
it's it, it, it's funny. It's sad and disgusting. It's all of it at one. But he was such a good sport. And would you let somebody shit on you to win to win the scavenger hunt, Mike? No, I wouldn't either. I'd be like, well, we're gonna have to eat some more cigarettes or fucking take a couple more kicks to the dawn. Here's a video that you'll never see anywhere in America. There are five people on a horse, a pink horse, butt ass naked. That was one of the things. Take a group photo on the horse, butt ass naked. And these people don't necessarily know each other, and, and they're all from. There's a there's a black guy in the middle, old Terrell. Uh, and then he's surrounded by a, a heavier set uh, white female. Just right behind him, there's a dude that is nuts to butt on him. And then it's just like they're just having the time of their life. And it's it's a moment that they probably want to erase from ever from their mind in which there was never photos or videos of it. But it, it's like those memories that you make here at the Saucy Castle that makes it so cool. Like so. you said, if a man takes a shit on you, you and him have a bond forever. It's true. You have to like check in on this dude every holiday. You imagine, you imagine 40 years from now at John Kane's funeral, there's going to be old Daniel sitting in the back and his kids, John Kane's grandkids are going to be like, who's this man? And he's like, I knew your father once, intimately. We were in a scavenger hunt at the sausage castle and he defecated on my chest. We didn't win, but also... We didn't lose. <laughs> it's, like, it's like those veterans that like every year they, they meet in Normandy or something on the beach. <laughs> it's like every every fucking Halloween they're going to have to fucking. Every Halloween me and John meet at a Bed Bath & Beyond in the towel aisle. We say nothing to each other. Our wives have become friends. <laughs> yeah, That's something to talk about too though, guys. What's happening today? Today when you listen to this podcast. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's 5 a.m. right now. So yeah, that it, sucks. But <laughs> I've already yawned a couple times, so we apologize if we're in it. We'd rather give you a lackluster show than yeah. no show at all. But tell them what's happening today, bro. Well, it's Veterans Day officially. Veterans Day. November 11th, yes. and I'm about to continue the ninth annual tradition. And, and it started off nine years ago. I was like, you know, everyone's like, oh, happy Veterans Day. But let me do something that's kind of cool, like that I can do personally to, like, you know, impact someone in a positive way. And uh, I don't know what it was for or where the idea came from. I was like, hey, you know what? Fucking maybe I'll order some veterans some pizza. And uh, I did one. And then I did another. And I did another. Next thing you know, my bank account's a negative. And there was a. Uh, a Marine that was stationed in Japan and I couldn't figure out how to like order the shit over there. So I just said, Hey bro, uh, uh, you know, just man to man, I'm going to give you my, my, my debit card. I gave him all my information and I said, just order whatever the fuck you want. Happy veterans day. And he ordered and it was cool. Then like, I don't know, a month or so later, I was like, what's this 29.99 charge. All right kept coming in another month another month and i was like what the fuck this is like 500 dollars. what the fuck is this shit so i'm on the phone I'm like man what is this this is fucking a hot cock fraternity dude <laughs> fucking dot com or whatever the fuck it was this dude was like basically using my card for gay porn <laughs> and then i called him out i remember it was on facebook and i was like yo man what the fuck bro i fucking try to do some random act of kindness and fucking and, you know, try to fucking do something cool for you. And you fucking took advantage of the situation. You Now you're fucking charging gay porn on this shit and stuff. 
and he wanted to lie about it and stuff. And he was like, oh, someone must have, someone must have went through my phone and saw your shit and like just try, he tried to like it was it was bad. Now the thing is too, if he was in the barracks though. You know, some motherfucker in the barracks might have seen that shit and been like, "Yeah, I'm gonna no, do well, some gay porn for I, you." I, I, yeah, he definitely came later and was like, "All right, man, I'm sorry, I'll send you the money." <laughs> All right, I, I got nothing like, right. for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that has nothing to do with the rest of this. So no, never really does. I did that for a couple of years, and then I was like, "Hey, uh, I met this. I heard of this. I, I forget who the fuck introduced me to them. I don't really quite remember now, but I remember them being like, "Yo, there's this." There's this lady that loves sucking dick. And they were talking about how her Instagram, her no her Twitter handle was at cum artist. C U M artist. And I was like, what the fuck? And when they, I wasn't interested in anything, they were saying, like, yeah, whatever. Someone's like, they're in, they're, their Twitter handle is cum artist. Like, oh, really? And they looked at them, they showed up. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was this bunch of these photos of this lady. With jizz all over her face, and she would do these like uh, cum walks or something, where a bunch <laughs> of people would jack off on her face, and she would. Go. I feel like when I hear a cum walk, I think like she's like asking you to pledge, and she's like, "Hey guys, I'm doing a cum walk. If you could pledge a dollar for every fucking mile I walk, yeah. we might be able to fight childhood obesity." <laughs> well, so I looked into it, and I was like, "I gotta meet this lady," and I oh shit, wow, it was Halloween. Back it was when we were when, we had that we had that show the, 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 the Dutch yeah, yeah the Netherlands the show shut up and swallow yeah whatever the Netherlands Spluten show we, Dago, yeah it's on my IMDb I we don't know fucking how to pronounce it but anyways uh they came and and I didn't really get to talk to them much I was running around busy at drunk people in costume the thing was like fifteen or sixteen I don't know what year that was and um I remember the producer says. Hey, how much you pay her? I was like, pay who? She's like, you know, the Ginny Jizz lady. And I'm like, I don't pay her nothing. Why? What's going on? It's like, and right as I said, I don't know why. What's going on? I hear, oh, I, I freak out. I thought there was like a fire sign. Here is like crazy commotion. I run downstairs and there's a gay dude dressed up like Adolf Hitler in my living room. With Ginny Jizz down underneath sucking his dick, and he's drinking Jägermeister from like this baby bottle, and I'm being like, "What the fuck?" And I had to like, "All right, play cool, Mike." First of all, uh, not a Nazi fan, you know. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm not gay, but I was like, "Yo, baby bottle with the Jäger? I don't know what that is, but it, gay dudes are okay with a chick sucking their dick for some reason, I guess." I guess they just close their eyes and mouth, pretend it's a mouth, Holmes. Yeah, yeah, I guess they just close their eyes and fucking pretend it's a butthole. I don't know, but uh, I was just like, oh yeah, no, she's just sucking dick to suck dick. We're talking hundreds of people. I have some celebrity friends there, some people that are traumatized will never come back to my house. Like, what the fuck? There are so many people on this world right now. They're like, yo, let me tell you my story about going to the sauce castle, and either it's boring or fucking fabricated or bullshit because we've heard people like yeah i've done i've done i've done all coke with mike Busey. like uh no you fucking haven't i've never even done coke motherfucker i've heard every good bad and every fucking crazy story about it and we we uh we hit it off jenny jizz she's married uh her and her husband mike are successful contractors 
and they drive a fucking crazy $100,000 plus fucking Mercedes. They got a nice house. Uh, they've got a family and stuff. And they just, they're not getting paid to do this. They just love going out and he, the husband, Mike, he films his wife getting blowjobs from, from complete strangers. I've been out to eat with them. <laughs> I went to a Ruth Chris where she was fucking herself with a wine bottle. And the manager's like, guys, yeah, excuse me, guys. I hate to ask you this, but can we please uh, uh, clean it up a little bit? Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh. Uh. And like, that's crazy for me. I mean, I've been to Olive Garden and seen a girl fuck herself with a, a wine bottle. But, yeah, but this is Ruth Chris. Yeah, this is like a, this is a white tablecloth situation. <laughs> yeah, you know, like this is getting using a the fuck, gift card. Yeah, this is getting, getting intense, even for me. And, um, so she's but but what she hotels doing, yeah. all this other shit i've seen her doing like these these blow-offs show them to hotels which we talked about before yeah. she's sucking random dudes dicks but what's that what, what, and i was just like you know jenny jizz you're sucking all these dicks to just complete strangers why don't you do it for a noble cause why don't you suck some veterans dicks she's like okay that sounds great so yeah and then uh i don't know what year we started but this has to be like year five or something yeah by now and she's been sucking dick on in my day. living room on Veterans Day, which sometimes she brings other girls too. Yeah. And then here's the thing, and and we've talked about this before. Uh, you've never smelled anything worse, nope, than a hot living room full of dudes coming on a lady's face, and then the jizz starts to curdle, and uh, there's always that one guy. Well, let me back it up. So you're thinking. So what? How does this work? Like, da, 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 da. so we have like a we have dinner. I we provide free dinner for the troops, veterans, men or women. Tattoos in the past, free haircuts, wine and dine them, free beer, the whole shebang, some entertainment, and it's always topped up at dinner night by free blowjobs. And Jenny just never disappoints. She always gets in this nice little fancy little sailor outfit or army outfit it really is you could tell to her it's like prom all over again yeah she's ner- she gets nervous she she's gets excited nervous, yeah. you know this is like her oh shit i forgot to tell you this I-, I mean you know this but it's actually their anniversary yeah every veterans day every veterans day is her and her husband's so anniversary they've been married like 25 25 years, years. And they spend every fucking anniversary sucking complete strangers dicks veterans in my living room and I think to myself, what have I given? Yeah. What what have you sacrificed? <laughs> and I've, I've smelt the jizz in the room. <laughs> well, it was it, it was last year the most traumatic thing I yeah. ever seen. A guy got a little case of the friendly fire. And imagine she drops down to her knees and everyone's circling around and we we have a we do it by hey, if you know if anyone's missing a fucking leg or an eye or got a purple heart. You get bumped up on the level of priority. Then we do years in the service, and uh, yeah, and they line up, and then you see these guys kind of like fluffing it, you know, getting ready. Some have to go back to the back of the line because some not dudes ready can't yet. perform in front of a bunch of people too. And it always starts off like kind of like, all right, who's gonna do it? But there's always that one motherfucker who's like, I've been preparing for this all year. Like the people, it's like Braveheart when everybody's all lined up, but nobody's ready to fight the English, and then one dude's just like. Ah, takes off. Bro, I don't know what's going on out there, but I am not here to judge. But there are guys that message me and say, yo, I'm flying in from fucking Alaska. I'm flying in from California. 
And every year, these guys will literally fly here to come get their dick sucked. And I'm just like, damn. It's Is it the cheaper. barbecue, maybe? I'm wondering sometimes. Maybe <laughs> it it's has, the dick sucked. It maybe, has to be the barbecue. Maybe it's the barbecue we've just been supplying. They're like, yo, man, we just really fucking dig your barbecue, Yeah, Mike. I'm coming for the brisket. I might get my dick sucked. But really, I just wanted Leo to fade me up, get some brisket, and then head on back. There's been some times where some of these guys were uh, active service. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, they think they're going to go in some romantic, like, Yeah, she's going to take them in a private room. And- no, nah, this is like, we're not running no fucking whorehouse. This yeah. is all free. Like, hey, it's right here in the living room, right yeah. here. I'm playing fucking Take My Breath Away by Berlin. There's hot <laughs> chicks here that you would never think they would be into watching this shit. There was, like, a couple girls, and I'm like, damn, they're, like, some wifey status. Like, some beautiful girls that are wholesome and got their life together and shit. Their dads are, like, doctors and lawyers. And you're like, hey, can I come by tonight? And I was like, the blowjob party? Uh, sure. She's like, okay. I remember seeing a friend from like high school that I ain't seen like in 15 years show up to one, and there you'd be surprised by how many people are like really wanting to just watch this, and you're just like, whoa, shit. You, that like that's the most shocking thing. And then there's always that one guy that's so prepared that. N- He's like got everyone zoned out. Like no one's in the room. <laughs> He's fucking stroking it. She's sucking, and it's. I going think that down. guy run drills and shit before there. You know? Yeah, he's having some PTSD. He's going. He sees Charlie. There's a helicopter going off in the back. It's fucking explosions and shit. He's practiced for this. Though. I could see him in his living room. Fifty two blue. Okay, Jenny comes in, and I'm the third guy. We're in a 67 Eagle. Got this. I seen some of these guys try to go two or three times. Oh yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. whoa, damn, now, what the fuck? They're. There is a thing that Jenny does. Oh, that. Go ahead, you take over from here. This is uncomfortable for me to understand. So, you got the guys in a circle. They're already a little uncomfortable. Some of them. Some of them are just like fucking. There's always that guy in the back. Yeah. That's like I want to get in. Yeah. So you see him like kind of doodling his pants in the kitchen. He's like, all right, fuck it, I'll go. You can kind of dep- you can kind of guess the service by guys and how they're acting. Like if there's two dudes just like skull fucking her, not afraid if their dicks infantry. are touching all infantry day. marines. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, I hate to say it, but it's always the army and the marines that like really <laughs> the air force guys are like. You know, hey, we had internet. We were at the Navy you know, guys are talking to the Air Force guys. Like, do you want to go? Maybe go to the tent. <laughs> and not everyone comes to get the dick sucked. It's 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 Told a you, really the brisket's cool, pretty good too. <laughs> it's a magical uh, gathering. It's a camaraderie of uh, fellow brothers and sisters. But and- while while it's going down, Jenny, you got and, and fellas, if you're coming to the blow bang tomorrow, just heed my warning on this. Watch for this. Protect yourself from this. So Jenny will get. Pretty hot and heavy. She'll get pretty hot it. and heavy. She'll have a couple. Di- she'll have a dick in her mouth and two on the side, like she's in a press Ter- conference. Pterodactyl. Yeah, just pterodactyl. Just- but then, heat of the moment, here you are getting blown hard or jacked off. She'll like to take two dicks oh. and rub them together. Like like she's trying to start a fire with your cock, or like oh. you know you know like in the torture movies when they got the fucking uh, the battery hooked up and they're like zzz, 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 like Jenny yeah. Jizz will she'll treat your dick like a piece of flint and a rock, and make little cum sparks with it, and if you're not ready, you, I've seen dudes' faces like oh my god because they just realize they may have just turned gay, but it's hard because they're getting this super HJ. Well, here's the thing. I've never seen a guy go, oh, hell nah, Mm-mm. and just pull his pants back and walk out of the room. No. Like, I've seen her uncomfortably put two dudes wieners and rub them together. I've seen her put two dudes' dicks in her mouth 
and they're yeah. both fucking like rubbing in there. And she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh. and some of our listeners, they're like some real deviants. Like, so what? Yeah, you what never you done DP on yeah. somebody? I haven't had a, a, the, one of your bros' balls hitting your fucking <laughs> your junk. Like the best part when she does that though, I feel like it's like when you made a deal with the devil, and he's like, I'll make you the greatest basketball player in the world, but you'll have a brain tumor. You know, because he's like, I'm getting a blowjob from Jitney. Oh no, there's another dick in there. And I've never. I never seen a dude say no, 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 and rip the cord and eject. Mm-mm. Never, not once. I call it the Hemingway when she's got two barrels in the mouth just blowing them. You know, oh my god. <laughs> but that's uh, that's you know, yeah, that's I got, I got, I got a piss and it's late. It's, it's the end of it right now, actually. This, it's yeah, it's, it's the end of it. So, guys, here's the deal: if you're listening to this podcast and you want to check out. Uh, all the crazy shit that happened on D-Pick or you want to come to the drunk veterans event. Costumes, you gotta, dr- you gotta. Drunk people in costumes. Go to MikeBusey.com. And also remember, if you're listening to this and you're a veteran and this is the 11th, get to the house by 5 o'clock, RSVP, and you can hang out for free barbecue, free haircuts, and maybe you and your buddy can do a little Jenny Jizz double blow Hemingway action. I can't wait to see. On behalf, not see that again. On the, behalf of myself. Did I talk about the friendly fire thing? You didn't. I don't know if you finished it. Okay, no. just let me finish yes. on this. Sorry. This is great. Random guy. I I assume he was straight. I don't know exactly how this happened because I was busy DJing and commentating and stuff, getting everyone hyped up. Yeah, you ever been to a, a, a blowjob party where people are, there's an MC and like, yeah, come on, pull that dig out. Yeah, I'm over here fucking like the wedding DJ, shitty fucking drunk DJ. They won't stop the let the music play. He's talking over it, and I'm playing these like super. God bless America and take my breath away and some CCR. They're fucking in a chopper and they're fucking. I got Forrest Gump on the big screen and shit. It ain't me. And uh, fucking next thing you know, some dude right to the fucking ears. But here's the thing. Not his jizz. Not his jizz. He's standing watching the blow bang and he catches some rando dude's jizz. I actually posted a photo of it on my Instagram. Here's the thing. And if it got you think- reported. And there's, I don't tell you what it is. It could have been a glazed donut. Could, you see a white substance that's very glumpy inside of a man's earlobe. Here's the thing, though. If you think you got a bond with the dude who took a shit on you. <laughs> Wait till you come to my house on <laughs> Wait till a dude, Day. a random dude jizzes on your ear. You motherfuckers are lifelong bound. You meet all his children. You're there for their christenings. Yeah, it, it was another very traumatic. Uh, if you go uh, to the the wide camera, I know y'all can't all uh, see this because if you're not listening, uh, there is a photo of Jenny Jizz right there completely covered in jizz. Um, and I'm going to find this photo right here. Uh, where is it at? There it is right there. Ooh. That is the photo of this man. Steven, can you go wide? Steven, wake up, Steven. Uh, oh, he's just crispy creamed on his ear. I don't, I don't see it on the monitor. Okay, so you are broadcasting that then. There it is. That is that is tomorrow. That we Ooh. can only. I almost wanted to reenact it. I no, you can't reenact that. That's that that just has to happen. It's not fucking Gettysburg. I just don't understand how did how did the jizz get into that man's ear? Science, Mike. Look at his face. Look at his eyes. <clears throat> the, 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 why the fuck did I show up to this party? <clears throat> he made a mistake. He a did. great mistake. 
But with that, guys, on behalf of myself, oh, we're gonna end it and on Mike Busey. The, there's coming a dude's ear. Yeah, that's what you said. Actually, You're like, let me end it on this. All right, perfect. Come on out tomorrow or today to Veterans Day and subscribe to um, on MikeBusey.com. So you can watch all the crazy shit that happens. If you're here. a member, you get to see all the uncensored content, and you get to actually come here and experience it, and uh, be a part of it all. on a woman's face. Well, on behalf of myself and Mike Busey, thank you all for listening. Good night, guys, or good morning, whatever the fuck it is. It's some hour. Love you guys. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Friendly, fire. Friendly fire. Friendly fire.